What's up, spiritual gangsters? This your OG's Trees and Rain. Welcome to another episode of Tri Vibes. Let's get into it. So, welcome back to our series on love. That's right. Today we're going to go into the topic of loving others. We talked about it a little before, but this is just a continuation of our previous conversation. So, we're going to get right into it. I, I can continue about um because this next part of the another article about buddhism kind of like complements that so basically like this mm-hmm. article shows the four elements of true love so like what should be the result of love like how do you know if you're really loving somebody right like you think you're being kind you think you're being you're having equanimity you think you're being compassionate you think you're joyful all this stuff but like kind of like how do you know that you're practicing it in the right way type thing. Well, at least that's how I got out of the article. Right. Um, and we can stop as I go along. So basically the article is called the four elements of true love, according to Buddha by Francesca F. So um, okay. the first of the four is called kindness and benevolence. And the way they describe mm-hmm. it is it's not intention, but it's actual happiness. The way you make someone feel um because the way they, they they say that the way you love may make someone unhappy and the way you harness yeah. the ability to make people happy is understanding who that person is as a person in order to learn how to best love them so you're not treating everyone oh, yeah. the same like a cookie cutter book i know there's certain articles about this too about like People have like different expressions of love, like uh, different ways they love each other. Like some people actually want like physical things, like they want hugs and kisses and stuff. Like, oh want, yeah, like, love languages. That makes them feel loved. Yeah. Um, I forget what all the parts of that is. That's a whole nother different topic. But like basically trying to figure out like how somebody expresses their love and how somebody wants to feel loved. You know what I mean? It may not be different for everyone. Right. Sometimes you can like literally hug a stranger and that like does it for them. Like they're like over the moon, you know? And then sometimes you need yeah. to say kind words. Sometimes you have to do something kind for them. Like some people are more about action and less about words or like symbolism. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if, and this is more like long-term keeping people in their, your lives type thing. But Mm -hmm. you can also work towards, like, short-term, like, interactions, depending on the interaction, where, like, you have to really sit down and be compassionate enough to somebody in their circumstance to understand, like, how they live their life and how they feel about certain things. Because sitting down and taking time out to understand somebody is love, too. Like, I'm trying to understand you, trying, because we're all different, and I feel like we're all different because... We're supposed to like it's kind of like like a football field in a way like we're not all good in every position. So we need to find the position like we're good at in order right. best win for everyone. You know what I'm saying? In order to do that, the quarterback has to understand that um, whatever who's in defense, that we don't play the same roles and we need to utilize each other in the roles that are best for us. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of understanding to like win the game or ascend into love you know trying to compare whatever um is that we have to understand each other in that way 
and treat each other accordingly because of it, you know. Yeah, well, I don't want to see how that works in the short-term interactions for, I mean. It depends how deep you just... get, because you can meet somebody and go really deep really quick. That's true. Actually, that happened to me recently. Really? I was just like, uh, yeah. And it just, because you know how I am with people. I'm like, eh, emotions, <laughs> eh. So, I don't know. Well, like, when I meet people, it's, uh, it's really easy. I have, I've had a lot of people tell me it's really easy for them to feel comfortable in telling me stuff. Right. And just, and they want to have, like, a deep connection with me. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I gotta get to work. I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's not my love language. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, so no, I get that. I I revoke my confusion. <laughs> but I feel like people are attracted to. I feel like people know when you're when you're on a higher level of just life or spirituality or whatever you want to call it. Like. People who, real. even like the deepest, darkest, most fucked up person, I think kind of gravitates towards that, you know, and you have to understand how to interact even with the most darkest people without giving them mm-hmm. your energy, if that makes sense. And I do. And that is something I struggle with because yeah. it's very draining. Right. I, I identify as an empath. I'm a hippie. If you, if, you know, that's going to be very clear very soon uh, <laughs> so i i feel like people are are drawn to me and i like pull their crap and then i'm drained all the time it's like don't they call them like a light seeker or something like that they call them i don't know maybe the audience can help us out they call us they call them like a light seeker there's something that they call people like that a light worker light worker yeah i guess that's what I don't know if yeah, maybe wrong, but that's what it sounds like. I don't, yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell the way by the way that I talk. But yeah, so and, I mean, there's people who who I mean, you know, to tie that in, there's people who you know need love in different ways, and they seek it out in different ways, and there's people right. who respond to it differently. So understanding what works for um, each person or whoever you. And we, we yeah, interact about with more important. about this in like the love of others because this kind of touches on like a part of like trying to be understanding with others without giving away too much of your energy type thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we'll definitely like, bring this back well, when we're talking about yeah, the balance of it. Yeah, because, the balance of it. Like that kind of goes to yeah. the love of others. And we're gonna talk about Absolutely. it next time. But um this is kind of like just like an intro of how to love others, you know, and then we'll talk right. about how to balance it with yourself next time so um the next the next thing is uh karuna which is compassion and that's an ability and desire to ease the pain of others based on the understanding of one's suffering you cannot ease a burden you do not understand so i i think that's just like about life like understanding why people suffer why people go through the things they do and trying to ease the pain but sometimes easing the pain is just like listening to people sometimes that's good enough you know it's, it all goes back to a little bit goes a long way sometimes people just need an ear or a shoulder you know or sometimes people have to need money. money like on some real shit money? yeah sometimes people actually need money and i don't mean on some me, me too it's charity no but you know what i mean like for instance i'm gonna tell you the greatest compassion that i've felt 
like in the past couple of months. My friend, uh, people who live down south that, you know, heritage wise, like uh, their family lives like close together, you know, um, and usually like depending on what area you go in, like you go really, really deep down south. Some people build their houses. Some people have like trailer homes. Some people have like whatever, whatever. So there'll be like neighborhoods, like say like in Alabama or, you know, North Carolina, wherever, where like most of your family like lived and they lived there forever. So like either they built their own homes or they have trailer homes or whatever. So yeah. that being said, a lot of the homes, you know, it, it's easy to destroy a lot of these homes, especially through like natural disasters. And um, there was a tornado that went through one of my friend's family homes down south and um basically destroyed like the whole neighborhood like oh the whole, and then like their family lives like in close distance to each other and when they heard a tornado they said they felt like a like a like a freight train or something was coming and before you oh knew God. it and they only got like a um a warning like 10 minutes before or whatever before but where are you supposed oh to run? Like, where are you supposed to hide a lot of these people right. have underground bunkers or underground like you know um tornado whatever things that they can go underground or whatever they just have these little Mm -hmm. homes or these homes that they built so 26 members of her family died including little children oh my god yeah sorry to bring down the mood but yeah like a whole bunch of people died and what asking for like was like help with like uh cleaning up rebuilding like funeral calls because that's a lot of funerals for one time and a lot of their documents yeah. got destroyed in the tornado. So it's like, if my house can burn down, obviously all the pieces of paper in my house can burn down. And the problem, well, not burn down, but, you know, like shred up. And the problem mm-hmm. is that a lot of these people are old school country people. So they're not hit with the Internet. They don't have all their policies on the Internet. They don't. And, you know, right. prideful. So they're not going to tell like their little cousin, like or their little aunt or whatever, like what policies they have. They're not going to talk to people about their money situation, their financial situation. Which yeah, is a cultural like, thing. Yeah. Overall, like, this is a little, like, sidebar, but your family should know your financial situation. They should know, like, what insurance and stuff you have. So in the event that they pass away, like, you know what you're entitled to to help them and to bury them and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. so a lot of the insurance and stuff they didn't know or they didn't know who to contact and blah, blah, blah. So they were left trying to bury like 26 people trying to get all these homes and try to do all these things. So I, you know, my friend was like, oh, if you can help me, blah, blah, blah. So I gave them money and then I told my people at work, you know, just like a sidebar, like if you can help, help. If you can't, can't. And this was like national news. Oh my God, the amount of people that was giving like hundreds of dollars was ridiculous. Like I was at work and they would be like, here's a hundred dollars. Here's this. And when you, Oh, I remember. Yeah. And when you really, I think I gave what I could at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Oh my gosh. Sometimes you spend a hundred dollars on like dinner or like turning up in a club or something like that. Like, right. For some people, a hundred dollars is nothing, but the amount of people that was compassionate enough and like to the situation like they gave so much money and because of that they were able to bury everyone they were able to bury they were able to start the process of like cleaning up the area a lot of people gave money gave out their physical hands like their work like to um actually like take things and throw things in the garbage and to drive places and to do do that like there's different ways you can help somebody 
you know, if you if you right. can't do it financially, like me, I, I, I'm in New York. Like I can't go all the way down south at this time and do that because I have responsibilities up here, but I can give money. People down there or people close by, oh, they, they're not in a financial situation. They can give money, but they can give time. They can give their work, labor, their hands. Yep. Some people it's who don't invaluable. have either, they can give their compassion. Oh, let me talk to them. Let me you know, see what's going on. Let me be concerned. Prayers Let me together. Them. You know, there's so many different ways you can be compassionate to some, somebody yeah. by just understanding their suffering and acting however you can act accordingly in that way. You know, not to like go off topic and stuff, but I, I feel like that was like a good example. No, that's, it was, it, that made sense. It was, that was just crazy. But as you were talking, I remember that part. Remember that happened. Jeez Louise. Right. Or even if you can like research and give me a resource, like, oh, these are grants and loans or here how you can contact FEMA, like anything. Yeah. Anything is helpful, you know. There's, there's different ways. Yeah. And in a situation like that, anything, if any positive, anything that you're doing, you know, that brings any positivity to a situation like that would be helpful. You know, prayers, money, get yeah, hands to help, a moment to talk. To give them a, because I know, like, when somebody dies, you, whoever's, like, in charge, they don't, you know, you, obviously you're not thinking about yourself, so give them a cup of coffee or, you know, tell them, you know what I mean? And that's love. Yeah. That's love. Yeah. So, (laughs) the third part of love that they discussed is called Up Keisha? No. Up Keisha? I don't think it's up Keisha. Up Isha. Up Isha is U P E K S H A. I said up Keisha. No, Bad Rocky. Okay. Right. It's called uh, Freedom. That's what it translates to. And they're saying each, Freedom? Freedom. They're okay. saying each person should feel free to be an individual that grows and develops in their own way, feeling comfortable to share ideas and thoughts without fear or judgment. And that's a real important part of a a relationship in general, whether it be with your family or your um, significant other or your friend or strangers, like you should feel comfortable to like be yourself. And that's very important. Like, even if you don't agree with somebody, like all my friends are different. A lot of my family members Mm -hmm. are very different people. But I let them be themselves because I feel like that's what makes the world go round. And, you know, there's things that they may do or think about that I may not do or think about that I may need, you know, in a certain circumstance that I may not feel like at the time that I need. But that's why I feel like diversity is important and not just diversity in like the sense that we use it nowadays, but like diversity in character. As long as it's good, you know, as long as it's positive, obviously. But, you know, people should feel free to like be comfortable and to be themselves and you allowing somebody to be comfortable and be themselves and not judging people is love. That is an aspect of yeah, love that says, you should feel. I think the key is that non-judgment and, you know, the non-judgment or for you to create that space for somebody else, but for you to be genuine and honest, I think is like key. Just, just as a human being, like, we pause for a second with the interactions, you know, focusing on love and, you know, the act of loving others, but just being genuine and honest as you go about your life, that's super positive and 
is one of the attributes of love. I feel like that's part of the reason why we're friends. Like, be real we're like very different people, but yet like we're the same in a lot yeah. of ways. And I feel like, we're, like I, I'll talk yeah, about we're, like, we're, the, we're like funhouse mirror images of yeah, each other. Exactly. Like we're, we're exact opposite, but yet the same in a lot of aspects. And I feel like that's what connects us. But if we were not our true selves, we would, I don't even think we would even be cool. Like if if one of us were not acting like our true selves when we met, I don't think we would be cool. Uh-huh. Like and and I'll bring up like the way we met because it's kind of like funny. <laughs> we met. In, like, we this is exclusive info. <laughs> no, but it just it just perfectly describes our yeah, friendship. It describes freedom. So we were in college, oh. and there was like this like pre college day where like before school starts, you can go and like it was meet a weekend, people. yeah, yeah, like a, a weekend or whatever. Um, before classes start, you can like meet people as like a freshman or whatever. So this bitch ended up being my roommate. <laughs> this bitch, wow, she ended up being my roommate, <laughs> and like I met her in the actual room. Like, I walk in the room, and, like, she's being mad weird. Like, she's trying to, like, put the, um, the, what is it called? The fitted sheet on the bed. And she's, like, being so awkward and weird about it, not fucking doing it right. Wait, no, because, listen, listen, no, let me, let me, let me tell my truth, okay? The sheet that I got, I didn't realize how, like, silk, it wasn't, like, silk sheet. It was, like, super soft and, like, slippery. So, you know, that thing where you put one side and the other side pops off and then you got to go back. So I had, like, my foot and my house, like, stretched over trying to get this bitch, bitch was on the fucking bed. Across the bed. The socks popping off. Her, like, being mad awkward. Like, trying to pull it. And then the other <laughs> pop. And she's pulling it and looking stupid. And I was like, keep the fuck off the bed. I'll fucking do it for you. Like, you look stupid. <laughs> Your exact first words to me were, what the fuck? Are you doing? Literally, my first words to her walking in the place. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get the fuck out of the door. Like, I'll do it for you. Fucking stupid. <laughs> and from that on, I knew that we'd be friends. <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like, I think we're going to be friends for a long time. <laughs> You're my homie. <laughs> you look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was like, I'm glad you're being honest, real shit. <laughs> and, like, from then on, like, we vibe so well because I knew that she would always be her real self and I would be my real self and I would tell her what I truly think, even if it's rude at the time, because it's like, type Man, of dynamic that we boy, are. have you had some moments. <laughs> it was really fucking rude. But, but it's okay because I, I love you. If, I, if, I, if I'm being direct, it's, it's like the type of person that I am. I'm know, a very direct person. I know, but I the pro, the the, uh, the most important thing is I know you never had any ill intent. You're just very um, harsh with your reality. <laughs> but it was never any ill intent. Right. We could understand. Or we would have fought. Like, she's understanding of me enough to understand that I may be direct, I may say some harsh things, but I never have ill will or Ill, ill intention. I say things the way I say it because I found through my experience in life that people walk around a lot of things that I feel like if they just dealt with head on, 
not only will they be a better person, not only will I be a better person, but the world would be a better place to be. And I feel like everyone has an asshole. We are sensitive because you know nowadays is this whole sensitive culture of like every fucking thing. Like, stop being fucking sensitive and let's be real. Let's let's deal with things. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like where I'm at in life and how I deal with a lot of things. And you know, the freedom of me letting her be her and the freedom of her letting me be me is loving and it creates a good dynamic of a relationship. So it's very interesting to see. It's very interesting too, and it's fun. <laughs> uh, I've gotten more direct though, and you've gotten less harsh. So we'll help each other out. Right. Um and then the last I'll I'll talk about the last um the last uh virtue well not virtue element of true love is called Medita, which is joy, happiness. And basically, it says it ties all the four elements together. If not, there is not true love. Meaning, if there is no joy or happiness, it's not true love. They're saying love shouldn't upset or distress you. Either there was never love or love has become lost. Um, because there's no longer any love when happiness and joy is gone or lost. I disagree with this. Um, I don't believe, I mean, it kind of circles back to what we were saying earlier, where it's not always, you know, although it is a positive feeling, yes, what we're talking about, and you can be the embodiment of love where you're, you know, spreading happiness and positivity and compassion. But I believe we touched on it a little bit earlier where there's like, you well it's one of the access the action words of love where it's like for the other person's good um i have a quote here that probably better describes that james baldwin Monica, um love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does love is a battle love is a war love is a growing up i believe it's like well like it says where it it can be challenging in well any type of relationship, whether it's family, uh, relationship, friends, or whatever, where it causes you to be a better person. Like just how we were speaking about our friendship. I mean, we're honest with each other, but we've been friends now for ten years, over ten years. Yeah, like ten years. We're old. Back, we're old. Let me not I'm mention that number old. again. But yeah, for for ten years. So there's there's clearly there's some. There's some things that I've learned from you. There's some things that you've learned from me, hopefully, where it's, you know, in those sometimes, like, we have, I don't think we've ever been in a fight. We've had discussions. We've had disagreements, but we come out of it both taking you, something you from it. Hopefully, Huh? You disappear, though. I do. I do. And I know you don't like that. But I will we'll circle back to that in another topic. <laughs> I'm going to disappear from that topic real quick. We'll talk about that in our upcoming podcast. <laughs> so solitude, that's the thing. Uh, we, we, we have a solitude yes. podcast. Yes. yes. We'll, we'll check that out. Um, but what was I saying? But yeah, I mean, it's it's a growing up. You so there's gonna be challenges. There's gonna be parts of um, a relationship. I guess this is uh, 
being in any sort of relationship that's, you know, long-term, once again, family, friends, um, or romantic, where it's, it, there's challenges. It's not always lovey-dovey. It's not always happy. It's not always hand-in-hand frolicking. It's like, you know, I don't like you right now, but I love you type of shit. You know what I mean? Because we're growing together, and there's parts that you have to learn. I do agree with that part of it, but I feel like at the end of the day, if you don't have happiness and joy, you're kind of following the wrong path, in my opinion, because it's like either you're not on the right frequency or the spiritual plane you need to be on in a way if you're feeling angry about being a better person. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but like... It does, no, it does. I think it, what you're talking about is the intention. Right. And that... Your intention um, should always come right. from joy and happiness. You may not like the result, but you should feel happy and express joy in the fact that you're loving someone and someone is loving you. And I feel like that just takes a sense of maturity. That's where I think that lies. Like, even like, say me and you disagree with something, we love each other, Mm -hmm. we're going to disagree. I don't ever feel saddened because of our disagreements. I feel joy and happiness because I understand that you have a different opinion and I'll take your opinion with a grain of salt or all the way, the way I need to take it but I'm still elevating myself. I feel like that is more for people who feel like they're like depressed and sad in like a type of relationship or situation, whether it be family or whether it be a significant other. Right. Well, they, and they, they feel like they're any type always of, putting yeah. them down and they're not. Right. It's, it's, it's like they're overwatering them. Either they're overwatering them or they're not watering them enough. You know what I mean? Like they feel like they're stuck in a circumstance where somebody's being more negative than positive to them, you know? I can just say, well, that's bringing up um, toxic relationships. And I get that. That's not what I'm, yeah, that's not what I'm, like, talking about. It's You're more, I guess, love is really not love me the easy. Like, loving someone is not Exactly. Easy. Yeah, and that's, a good, that's again, it does come back, like you're saying, it does come back to the intention of it, because love should be the intention. So whether or not you have arguments and the whole, like, I don't like you right now, but I still love you, you know, thing. love should be the underlying thing there. But I guess what was um, bothering me was the word happiness because that's more an emotion. You're not always going to be, well, then the happy people can be overall happy. But I guess I was, I guess I took it as, like, you know, the whole so I'm, everything I'm is fine all the time. As, like, an overall thought not like a a a second to second thing because i understand what you're saying because even with having like um like i said before like practicing love and having equanimity with people like you may people may do some fuck shit to you and you're like boiling inside but you have to like think about like you loving that person and understanding that person and being compassionate to that person and in that moment yeah you're not happy obviously you're fucking frustrated and you're annoyed you know what i mean you think of all these emotions mm-hmm. but i think about like the end of effect of that like i don't take that quote or that that part of love as like a a second to second thing i think of it as like an end result of my whole interaction with me prescribing to love or me elevating myself to love but i do agree with you it's not going to be like a, a a transactional thing like a like every second of the day, I'm gonna feel happy and joyful. I don't feel that at all. So I get what you're saying. 
to me, I think of it more like a result of all my efforts and result of everything I put into the relationship and into the world. I should overall be happy. Yeah, it should be overall. You should be in, you know, a better place or striving. Right. No, I get that. I I feel you. All right. And we just had a disagreement. <laughs> that's, that's how we solve our disagreement. It's like, no, but it's an agreement. So, but. I know. You know. <laughs> Sorry for that violent fight, guys. <laughs> so that violent fight. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up for today, but definitely come check us out on our next episode as we go further into the topic of love. So, as always, hope you got something out of this. Remember, we are experts of nothing out here in these streets. We learn from you like you learn from us because we are a, we are a tribe. That's right, girl. We a tribe, nigga. <laughs> Till next time. Continue to vibe. Amen.